Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot, Jeff Harding. Jeff, how are you doing today? I am celebrated out. How are you doing, Kyle? Oh, you're celebrated out. Well, um, it is. It is the second of January. You know. I just, know. I mean, I, I didn't have yesterday to rest, but today, I just, you know, it's like it's never the day that you exercise. Or the day after you exercise, it's two days after you exercise. You get, you're feeling it, so it's two days after celebration. I'm starting to feel it. The celebration has yes. um, impacted you. Yes, that's that's a nice way of saying it. But I, thank you. I hope that uh, you had a good celebration. Though. I did. Actually, we, uh, the truth is, we were in bed by ten o'clock. On New Year's Eve, yeah, I mean, we watched the ball drop in New York at New York time, then we go to bed because you know, <laughs> and, and that's what you used to do to tell the kids, it's like, oh, it's New Year's Eve, see the ball's going down, yeah. it's time to go to bed, and that worked for a while before they could tell time. Yeah, and but then, I mean, truthful, I'm an old person, you know, staying in place now doesn't have the appeal that it once did. I like to go to bed early and get up early, yeah. so you know. Well, that's because you want to get up at four and go walk. I did, yes, it was in the great. Morning. Yeah. 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 Well, Happy New Year. Well, thank you. And you too, Kyle. <laughs> you too, Kyle. I had a very good New Year. I did stay up until midnight. Uh, my family, as you know, does a little film festival right. on New Year's Eve. And we had a great time with that, as we always do. And then after we got it all cleaned up, we still stayed up and, and watched the New Year come in. And, and just, it was great. It was awesome. Yeah, well, I'm glad you did. did you had a good time. Because yeah. I know that you have a lot of fun with your Spinner Film Festival. Yeah, we always do. So it is a new year, though. Yes, it is. As we've acknowledged. And uh, with a new year. Also, this year, it's a new decade. It is. Oh, by the way, welcome back. Yeah, thank you. I've been gone for a while. Thanks for <laughs> filling in for me. No problem. Just a, just a weird schedule. But yeah. uh, anyway, glad to be back. This time of year, though, Jeff, as you know, it's time for renewal. It's time for reflection. Yes. Many people choose to do resolutions. I know I have one that you have one resolution and I feel like you're a hundred percent every year. I resolve not to resolve your resolution is to never resolve. That's right. Which, uh, there might be something to that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There might be something to that. Well, it, it does, it does feel the, it does fit the ego because you know, you, you never have a lot, you never lose. You always you're never disappointed. You always, you always yes. reach your resolutions, yep. but a lot of people do like to resolve. That's true. Try to, like I said, kind of a time of renewal and, and uh, resolution. Do you know what the number one, one New Year's resolution is for people lose weight. Yeah, it's it's uh, that's it always is that right? Right. Lose weight, get get in shape. You know, it's always around that health is, and wellness yes. aspect, which is, which is a great goal. It really is. It is, and frankly, many of us need it. Right. Oh, yes. Yes. We over do. over two thirds of the American population is considered clinically overweight. A third of us are obese. So yeah. there's a reason that we want sure. to lose some extra pounds and you know, some health benefits as well. So, you know, it, maybe it seems like a cliche, but I, I want to talk a little bit about losing some weight. Well, we should. At the beginning of this new year. Uh, I found an article on Huffington Post website. Uh, it talks about a few sustainable changes that we might want to implement to lose up to 20 pounds mm -hmm. uh, for our new, year resol new Year's resolution. And the main thing that I think is important to remember and to keep in mind is that this is not going to happen overnight. No. You're not going to lose 20 pounds overnight. Well, even if you do, you're going to get it back twice right as fast. Back, right? And it's going to go twice as much, right? Uh, absolutely. The generally accepted rate of healthy weight loss is about one half pound to one pound per week. That's kind of the accepted rate of what's healthy and sustainable. So if you're trying to lose 50 pounds, plan on taking a year to do it. It's going to take a long time, right? right? So keep that in mind and don't get disappointed and don't nope. get frustrated with that. You want to plan for the 20 pound weight gain that I was, or weight loss that I was talking about. You want to plan five to six months to achieve that. And that mm -hmm. might seem like a long time, but losing weight slowly makes it more likely, as you said, Jeff, that you're going to keep that weight off. 
And frankly, we didn't put it on overnight either. Right. It took some time to put right. on, take some time to go off. Here we go. A few ideas that you can implement. I, I think they're sustainable. I think they're not disruptive, just things that you can implement in your daily routine. Oh, great. You Let's ready? Do it. Let's do it. Number one, eat your vegetables. I love it. I know you love vegetables. It's good stuff. Yeah. If you make half your plate vegetables, half of it. Yeah, that's no problem. You, you, I know you can do that. Uh, yeah. You can do that. But you'll feel full from the fiber and the vegetables if you do that. And even just the act of chewing through those vegetables and eating them will make you feel more satisfied. Right. Experts say that frozen vegetables are just as good as fresh vegetables. And a lot of times they're less expensive too. Right. Uh, if you want to go for the canned vegetables, that's okay. But you want to make sure that it's of the no salt added variety because mm-hmm. uh, sodium can be a problem in canned vegetables. So that's the, that's the first one. You can do that. I one. can do that very easily. Okay. Here's the next one. Cook home, cook at home more. I love that one too. That's a good one, right? Yep. Now, if you're in the groove of eating out, this might be easier said than done, but meal prepping is worth the effort. It takes a little bit of effort, but sure it's worth it the effort. If you're interested in preparing more of your meals yourself, the easiest way to do that might be to cook it in bulk. Yeah. And then once you've got it all prepared, freeze it in individual portions, and then you can mix and match foods to have different meals throughout the week. And uh, that sounds like it might be a winning plan. Well, what I like about it is my lunch the next day is my leftovers from the dinner the night before. So it's perfect. Get your meals out of there. You bet. The last one that I want to talk about is reducing stress. Ah, now, now, that one's not as easy to do. Yeah. Now, you might think that uh, losing weight is only about the food, and, and that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. But it's also about exercise. But beyond that, it's also about uh, reducing the stress in our lives. Anyone trying to lose weight should also evaluate the psychosocial factors relating to weight loss and how their changed food regimen and workout plan will affect their psychological state Sometimes that might fuel stress. It might affect your sleep. It might affect your social relationships. Uh, experts say that weight loss is more than just eat this, this much, and at this time. It's more than that. Sure it is. Right? So to that point, consider adding some mindfulness-based practices into your life. You might try meditation, and there are some apps out there like Headspace or Simple Habit that can help you make meditation a daily habit and make it easy for you to do. You might want to try that out. You might consider adding yoga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's, that's the one you have to be flexible to do, right? That's the one you're supposed okay, to be flexible to do. Okay, so let's skip that do. one. But you might consider adding Yoda, yo, uh, excuse Yoda. me, Yoda, yes, or baby yeah. Yoda, if you're following the yes. Mandalorian at all. But you, <laughs> excuse me, uh, Freudian slip there. I've been catching up on some of those episodes. <laughs> you might consider adding yoga to your workout routine. Yoga. Not yogurt, but yoga. Not yogurt, not Yoda. Yoga. yoga. Okay. Research even shows that going for a walk outside can ease anxiety uh-huh. and slash food cravings and yeah. help you ward off disease as well. So, and and you you I know you like to do the outside walk. Yes, I do. So that, that was from the Huffington Post, right? Huffington Post. I wonder if there's somebody that we might be able to get a second opinion on the mindful part. I'll bet that there is someone even present in this studio right oh, now. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That can help us out. We, lo- we want to welcome our guest, Alan Christensen, who serves as the operations manager for the St. George Livewell Center. Alan holds a Bachelor of Science in Public Health Education and a, certifi- cert- a cert- certificate in gerontology from BYU. Alan also holds an MBA in health administration from the University of Colorado in Denver, and he is currently pursuing his doctoral degree in health education from A.T. Still University with his research focus interest in social determinants of health. That's a lot. 
It is. That's a, lot, for... that's a lot going on. Yeah, uh, well, it's enough to keep me busy. Keeps throughout. you busy. Welcome to the show, Alan. Welcome back to the show, I should say. We've had you on the show before. Thank you very much. Looking Glad forward to, to chatting with you today. So um, anything ring true to you on those three little tips that we might uh, implement to lose some weight in the new year? Yeah, all of them actually really stand out as strong points to to focus in on. Um, I know for me, that last one, uh, you know, trying to be mindful and reduce stress is, I think, an ongoing challenge. Um, Absolutely. You know, as we think about, we just passed Thanksgiving and we had Christmas and now the new year. Um, great time to be around family, but it also can be a very stressful time with expectations and presents and trips. And family. And family, <laughs> yeah. you, you sum a, a lot of that up with uh, with family. Absolutely, it, it can be a very stressful. It's the most wonderful time of year, right? We we uh, we know that, but it can be very stressful as well for a lot of people. And there's a lot going on with with schedules and family, and as you mentioned, travel. And uh, it's winter, so a lot of times this is the time when we get sick. And there's there's yeah. just a lot going on, right? And that can lead to a lot of stress. Um, today, Alan, we're going to talk a little bit about mindfulness-based stress reduction, or MSRB. Um, what is it? So mindful-based stress reduction is an eight-week course that was developed out of uh, the University of Massachusetts School of Medicine. Okay. Uh, Dr. Jan, John Gabbett-Zinn uh, was a professor there and who's kind of the founder of this program. And it's so... The focus of it is really to focus on caring for yourself and finding greater balance, ease, and peace of mind. I mean, those are things that I think all of us things would love we to all have, right? Want, right? Yeah. So Sounds you say, so simple. You say this is a, a course. Is this is a, is a is the course readily available in most places around the world, or at least around the country, or is it online, or how does the course itself work? So yeah, I think this is a course that's offered pretty much throughout the country. Um, we have a lot of it here in the state of Utah, up in northern Utah, but we're offering a our first course here at the Live Well Center at the end of this month. And so we're excited. This is something new for us. And awesome. as I've done some research, it just it's a very exciting thing to be offering to the community. So for all of our local listeners, uh, there's an opportunity right here in town to find it. If you're outside of the area, though, it, you, you feel like this course is available through, is it usually offered through hospitals, through universities, or do you know? It's kind of um, all throughout. Okay. I mean, there's independent practitioners who go okay. through this. It's a pretty intensive program for those who want to be certified and actually teach this. Um, we have a student in uh, one of our caregivers who's actually going to be going through as a student. Um, we're probably looking at a, probably a three to five year window for her to actually go through to become certified. So oh, it's wow, a okay. pretty intensive thing. Yeah. Um, but I would say rec centers, um, you probably something you could probably Google online and find that would probably pop up. I mean, you know, the internet's pretty good in tracking yeah. down where you're at and, <laughs> you know, we're kind of connecting you with those resources. So it's called MSRB or Mindful Based Stress Reduction. MBSR. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. MBSR. I got my acronyms, my, <laughs> my letters mixed up there on the uh, on the acronym. So MBSR, Mindful Based Stress Reduction. Oh, I'm so we know what the end result is that we want to be less stressed at the end of the at the end of the course and at the end of the day, right? But what is it like? What goes into this course and and how could it help somebody? Um, so there's the philosophy of the principles behind it. It's kind of a mixed, uh, a mixed practice of science, medicine, and psychology, but also 
Buddhist meditative tradition. So it's kind of this Western Eastern medicine practice. Okay. Um, there's yoga. So you mentioned yoga being a thing, meditation, yoga, and above all the systematic cultivation of awareness. So I think, you know, I see this as a great opportunity for an individual to really invest in their own well-being. I think, you know, going back to the holidays, it's so easy to get tracked into serving other people that we lose. And that's what usually creates that stress is that we've lost that, uh, intention in investing in our, our own health and well-being. And, and no one is saying that serving other people is, is a bad thing. Correct. It's just that it, all things in moderation, right? You got to find a balance. You got to take care of the people that are important to you in your life and take care of the things that matter. You know, your job, your family, all those things are important, but you can't forget yourself. Exactly. I think of the when you go on the airplane and the stu- you know the flight attendants are saying you got to right. you got to give yourself the oxygen mask before you give the kids. You got to take care of yourself in order to be able to help serve other people, right? Yeah, it sounds like great advice and uh, sometimes easier said than done, but uh, definitely something to think about. You're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life and we're visiting with Alan Christensen, who is the operations manager at the St. George Livewell Center. Today we're talking about mindfulness specifically when it comes to reducing stress. And, uh, you you know, you mentioned several things that are incorporated into the MBSR course or the Mindful-Based Stress Reduction course, Uh, yoga, um, meditation, a lot of different things. Um, Let's talk a little bit about stress and that connection between stress and maybe illness or pain that some of us deal with in our lives. How, how, How are they connected? They're very much, I think, two in the same thing. I think the idea that when you're sick, it creates stress, but also stress can also create illness. Sick. Yeah, right. I think about, you know, I'm in the, the finishing ends of my, my doctoral uh, schooling, and I can remember about a year and a half ago when I, was, I had this one class that was so stressful, and it wasn't until I finished that I kind of hit rock bottom, ended up getting pneumonia because of it. Oh, wow. And so it was a good reminder. I think for me, that's why, again, Putting mindfulness at the top of mind is such a huge thing because if we don't, we really can put ourselves in a whirlwind of trouble. So why don't we take a step back and really talk about what what is mindful? What is the act of being mindful? Great question. Good question. I mindfulness is just the idea of being able to 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 be in the present moment, being able to reflect. Um, a lot of it also in in conjunction works with breathing. You know, I think our breath is such a huge thing. So when you mm-hmm. think of yoga, when you think of meditation, um, those who have taken it, they always talk about focusing on the breath. Um, yeah, well, and it's important to breathe because if you don't, you kind of die. Yeah, that is. <laughs> it's one of the key indicators, yeah. right? <clears throat> so if I hear you right, you're saying it's it's not worrying about what happened yesterday because nothing you do about what happened yesterday. It's not worrying about what may happen tomorrow because you can't do anything about. It. I mean. Tomorrow hasn't come yet, so it's living in the here and now, dealing with things that are impre- impre- that are presenting themselves to you now. Absolutely. I mean, I think when we're at work or when we're, you know, wherever we're at in that moment, um, it's really easy to slip and think about other things that are going on. You know, the deadlines that we have, uh, the long list of honey-do lists that maybe that the, the wife or the husband has for us to do. Yeah. Um, so just being able to enjoy and absorb what you're at and where you're currently at. I mean, I think all of us can take a better. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think not only when we're mindful, is it beneficial to ourselves, which it is, but you're so much more 
present and engaged with all these things that are important to you mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, if you're spending time with family and you're spending all that family time worried about your work deadline, you're not really spending time with your family, right? Right. And so you're creating stress for yourself. Uh, and then also you're not really there for the people or the things that are important to you and, and vice versa. If you're, if you're at work and you got this deadline and you're trying to do it, but you're all, you're worried about what's going on at home or, or something else, you know, it can go both ways for sure. But being mindful from what I hear you saying is just being present and engaged and taking care of what's happening right now that's surrounding you. Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah, that's very fair to say. You know, it seems to me also that the folks that we enjoy being around the most are the ones who are, are mindful or the ones who are in the moment. I mean, those that when you're talking with them, you feel like they're actually engaging with you in the here and now, not they're not their minds are not somewhere else, that they're actually here in the now. Absolutely. And so I think that if we look at it from that perspective, we can understand how important being mindful is. If the people we enjoy being around are mindful, then we should be mindful so we can be a joy to be around. Yeah. No that makes I- sense. I like that. I like that as a concept, uh, and and I think it's true when you're when you're with somebody who's really engaged in in and present with you. That is a more enjoyable uh, person to be around and a more enjoyable experience. So um, let's 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 go back into stress and and the connection between stress and illness and and maybe how we can avoid. I don't know that you can, I, I, I wanted to say avoid stress. I don't know if you can avoid stress, but how can you use it in a positive way? Because stress isn't necessarily all the time bad. No, right? there's both good and yeah. bad stress. I mean, I think anything you face in life has an element of stress to it, but we always tend to think of stress being a negative thing. Um, and it's usually in those moments when things aren't going right and, you know, uh, the ship's going down and we're trying to figure out what to do. <laughs> And yeah, I think the idea of being able to be present, being mindful, having these practices of meditation and yoga that can help us to endure through those moments and look at the positive. I think one of the key principles of MBSR is making the experience a challenge, a challenge rather than a chore, thus turning the observation of one's mindful living into an adventure rather than one more thing to do on the list. I like that concept of making it a challenge rather than a chore because I guess like anything, anything can become a chore and, Mm -hmm. you know, chores can be unpleasant. And especially in this concept of mindfully reducing your stress, the last thing you want to do is create stress because you're so worried about mindfully reducing your stress, right? Right. So (laughs) making it, you see that circular spiral there, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, I, I like that idea as, as of making it a challenge rather than having it be a chore. That's something on your list that you have to get checked off. How do you do that? How do you do that? Because it is something that you want to do. It ends up on a on a list, whether it's a formal list or an informal list. How do you keep it from being a chore? You know, I think a lot of it is in our attitude. I mean, we hear this, we read this a lot about, you know, attitude is really everything. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, and that's one of the other principles that MBSR talks about is this emphasis on the importance of individual effort and motivation and regular discipline practice. So I think the idea, if we can add those core elements into our daily living, um, how much better are we in life? Yeah, absolutely. And and those core elements being the the meditation and, and, the, and the mindfulness. I want to talk just a, a second about meditation. When when you say the word meditation to me, I think of 
you know, a, a bald guy on sitting the top of a mountain, on top of a mountain, sitting with in in a position that I can't position. even imagine getting into, and you know, going alm or or whatever it is. Is that the meditation you're talking about? No, um, I'm sure there's there could be some elements of that. Um, I had a uh, an exercise that was done where there was a gentleman who rang a bell, and it rang, and he said, "You just listen to it until you can't hear it anymore." And when you can't hear it, raise your hand. And so he did that. And so when all the hands raised, he finally, you know, he got it back on his microphone. He said, now you guys have all practiced mindfulness. Because if you think about it, as you're hearing this tone, you're really having to tune everything out and focus in on that one little element. You're not thinking about, you know, what you just ate for lunch, or you're not (laughs) thinking about the traffic they're going to hit at 5 p.m. You're just focusing on that one single moment. So, um, you know, again, it's it's just these little things that we typically don't realize that could really make a big impact in our mindfulness. So, Kyle, we're gonna have a guy around the office with the bell now. Maybe that I, might I, work. I think we might that be might onto work. something there. <laughs> I'm curious how long it took until you the group had focused in, and everybody's gonna be different. But for me to think about listen to the bell until you can't hear it anymore, I don't know if I would ever achieve that. So this took about, it was probably about a 30, 40 second exercise. So it didn't so take that long. It didn't take that long. Interesting. But I mean, I think we as human beings tend to not like that awkward silence. Yeah. Um, we always want something going on. I have three younger kids at home and it's like when the kids are all in bed and it's just my wife and I, it, it is, it's a little unusual to not yeah. have just ongoing noise. So, so that's. But that's meditation, right? That's meditation. You're you're kind of just blocking everything out and just living in the moment and focusing in on what's happening right then and right there. Correct. And awesome. then and that's where guided meditation can help you because they have people that are talking to you and, and giving you instructions so that you focus on what they're saying and doing what they're saying rather than trying to do it on your own. I think that would be helpful to me because I I do find my mind wandering. And uh, I think I would need somebody to guide me through it. Yeah. Well, I think we all could. I mean, that's the beauty, I think, of like mindfulness-based stress reduction is it gives, you know, professional giving us is, you know, users the tools to be able to implement this. And this isn't just a one and done thing. The hope is after eight weeks that you continue to apply this practice on an ongoing basis. I would say daily you know, if you can invest, you know, five minutes into doing something mindfulness for yourself, how much better is your week going to be, you know, doing that small little change? Absolutely. Absolutely. So at, at the end of the, at the end of the day, we, we recognize that being mindful is important. Um, we hope that it reduces the stress in our life. Are there any other health benefits that come from being mindful aside from stress reduction? Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of studies that have been out there in terms of Again, I think the idea of chronic illnesses and disease. So, you know, I think those who have depression, those who have cancer, um, those who have post-traumatic stress. Yeah. I think a lot of these things that we think of, um, it really can help a reduction in those physical elements too. I mean, sometimes when we think of mindfulness, we think it's all just in the head. It's all in your mind. Yeah. We think of that body, mind, spirit. And just when you're addressing that, they they kind of, they don't just touch one point. It really affects the whole well-being of an individual. That is so true. And and the more that we've done this show and the more that, um, you know, we've learned from, from guests like yourself and from experts, I just 
can't emphasize enough for for me i've i've observed just how important it is to understand that everything really is connected your emotional state your physical state your your health and wellness your 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 mental aspect it's it's all connected and so i i love that concept of um you know being mindful goes well beyond just your emotional state but your physical as well Alan, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you for we, having me. We appreciate you being here and sharing some of your expertise with us. We'd like to have you back sometime. Absolutely. I hope that that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, we'll look forward to that. So, Jeff. Yes, Kyle. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, brand new year. Yes. And as I mentioned earlier, people like to set resolutions. Yes, they do. And I was thinking, why not, if you're already in the mode of setting goals, why not set a goal to participate in the Huntsman World Senior Games for 2020? I think that's an admirable goal. If you are 50 years of age or older, you qualify. That's all it takes to be a part of the games. Well, yeah, and then signing up. And Well, yeah, yeah. That's all, that's all it takes to, to register. You do have to, or, or to qualify. You do have to register for sure. Right. The dates of the 2020 games are October 5th through the 17th. And team registration is now open. It is. And if you can believe it, some sports are already reaching their participation cap. So you want to make sure that you get on the waiting list if you have a team that you want to register Mm -hmm. and you haven't done it yet. Or go ahead and get that registration completed. Registration for athletes will open on March 1st. So put that on your calendar. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. You can also subscribe to our podcast anywhere that podcasts are found. And once you've subscribed, give us a rating and write a quick review. You can really help us spread the word. You can also find this and previous shows right on our website at seniorgames.net. So check that out. Jeff, our inspirational thought comes from Irish playwright George Bernard Shaw. You ready? Yes. He says, life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. Cool. That's great. Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.